0: and create a better balance between your medical career and personal life. If you are a busy practicing physician who wants to design a life and medical career that feel good to you, you are in the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. How are you? I am doing great, except I am so cold here. It's been in the 40s. And I have to say, as someone who has lived in New England for 12 or 14 years, apparently I have completely lost my ability to tolerate cold. Although I do subscribe to the idea that you have to dress appropriately for the weather, whether it's hot weather or cold weather. But I don't really like to wear socks when I'm in my house and my bare feet are a little chilly. So I may have to rethink that. And apologies to anyone who is in a truly cold climate and not just the little cold snap we're having here in California. But that is how I am doing. But otherwise, it's a beautiful day. There's some late afternoon, wintry sunshine falling on my desk, which I am greatly appreciating as well. So enough about me. What I wanted to talk to you all about today is one of my favorite concepts, which you've probably heard of, which is called Compare and Despair. And if anyone has not heard of this, I will give sort of a high-level overview of what this is and how it typically shows up. I also want to talk about why it's important, I think, to really stop this pattern of thinking and comparison of ourselves to other people Why I think it's important, and what are some of the negative effects that you might be experiencing because of this often unconscious or subconscious or habitual way of thinking about ourselves that we all engage in, myself included. So, compare and despair is one of those fun little terms that is often thrown around, especially in self help groups, right? Coaching self-coaching, all of that. But really, what it refers to is this tendency we have as humans, and some of us may have this tendency a whole lot more, to constantly compare ourselves to other people in a way that makes us feel inadequate or not good enough or like a failure where we are comparing ourselves to other people and then despairing because of it. This is something I think that has been going on probably for millennia. I think this is something that our human brain does. We notice, we take in data, we are evaluating and comparing. However, I would say that with the advent of more modern technologies, such as social media, computers, television, radio, Anything that's giving us a lot more data, this effect is most likely way more pronounced. I would say with social media, absolutely. I mean, imagine 100 years ago or 200 years ago when you maybe had books and I don't even know when the radio was invented, possibly radio, not 200 years ago for sure, but no movies, no television, no computers, no social networking, no apps, nothing like that maybe you had some newspapers. Think about how little you could compare yourself to other people, how few people there were in your circles for which you to compare yourself. There are a lot of other amazing things that technology makes possible, including the ability to do so much more from almost any place on the planet. However, From the standpoint of comparing ourselves to other people in a way that makes us feel inadequate, I think this is not a good time for us and our human brains. And that is why I want to talk about it as something to be aware of and alert to and to start practicing disengaging from this tendency, both consciously and then eventually sort of subconsciously. And you might ask, well, why is it such a big deal if I compare myself to other people? And I would say it's a matter of how often you do it and how much you feel the despair, right? The inadequacy, the not enoughness when you do it. How is it impacting how you think about yourself, how your self-esteem is, how you value yourself in terms of your abilities, your appearance, your achievements, all of it because really we can compare ourselves in every single aspect of our life, what we look like, how we sound, what we're doing job-wise, personally-wise, right? Are we married? Are we not married? Are we partnered? Are we not? Do we have children? Do we not? Do we live in the right area or not, et cetera? And I would say that what I notice is that there are sort of four pervasive effects of this compare and despair habit or mindset. So this compare and despair mindset, I think, has very damaging effects on our mental and emotional well-being in a very concrete way. I have personally noticed that comparing myself, right, my life to other people's lives, can make me then start feeling inadequate. So when you compare yourself to other people and look at their achievements, it may make you feel less than them. It can also cause us to feel jealousy. Comparing ourselves to other people can trigger this feeling of jealousy in us rather than being happy and content in our own present state. Compare and despair mindsets can cause a feeling of overwhelm. You can imagine that it's easy to start feeling overwhelmed if you're constantly comparing yourself, your successes, your achievements, or lack thereof to other people. And I think ultimately, as is suggested by the term compare and despair, this mindset can cause you to feel despairing or hopeless or even sort of give up. And I think especially if you are unaware of the fact that that you are doing it, this can be a very pervasive sort of sneaky mind state that you can fall into. When I was thinking about talking about this topic, I went and did a little research looking for some quotes that I like on this idea of comparing and despairing. And one of the ones I was looking for was something I remember hearing Byron Katie, one of my teachers say, and she actually has a couple different quotes about comparison, but I really liked this one in particular. And she says, with nothing to compare yourself to, aren't you perfect? Right? With nothing to compare yourself to, aren't you perfect? I loved it so much. I bought a t-shirt that she had that said that. (laughs) Sort of the toned down version of that is without comparison, what's not perfect? Right. If you can't compare yourself to other people, if you can't compare your life to other people's lives, if you can't even compare, you know, one tree to another tree, let's take it out of the personal realm, right? What's not perfect? It's so interesting that it's in the comparison, right? The either or, the this or that, that we start to have ideas about better or worse, perfect or imperfect, failures or not failures. I love this quote, the idea that you can't be jealous without comparing. I had to think about that for a while. Is it true? And you can check in with yourself. Is it true? If you couldn't compare, could you be jealous? I don't think so. I think we've all heard this quote from Oscar Wilde or that's attributed to Oscar Wilde. And he wrote, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. That's sort of the idea that this whole idea of comparing ourselves to others is in some sense sort of flawed at heart, right? The idea that what if there is no problem with us, right? It's the idea of you can't be jealous without comparing or without comparison. What's not perfect? Who's not perfect? Aren't you perfect with nothing to compare yourself to? So I wanted to suggest some ways to go about stopping this process. And I know I've said this before, right? It's not like we can stop our thoughts Our thoughts themselves aren't actually the problem. It's our attachment to them, right? Our belief in them, the sort of habitual way we think them and then believe them, right? And take them to heart and get absorbed into them where we don't even know we're thinking them. So the first step, right, to stopping this compare and despair mindset or how to prevent it, the first is to really start developing self-awareness around this. Notice, when do you tend to do this? What are some of the most common feelings that could alert you to this? I remember when I was talking to an older woman who had been teaching mindfulness based stress reduction, of all things, for many, many years. And it was in a teacher training class. And she was telling all of us, potential future teachers of mindfulness based stress reduction, that she and her colleagues had this sort of habit of noticing that immediately after finishing a class or finishing a training or finishing a course, right, and they'd be driving home, the invitation was to start to compare and despair about your behavior. And so knowing that, she would sort of short-circuit that, right, and just reject it outright and just say, no, thank you. So if you know when the habit is, right, when your brain is going to want to compare and despair, like when you're on social media, or perhaps when you are at an alumni or alumnae event, or perhaps when you are talking to a certain member of your family or a certain friend or a certain colleague, can you almost be alert in advance to potential situations in which your brain might want to go down the compare and despair well-worn path, can you be self-aware and very alert, right, to sort of recognize it? Recognize when you're about to compare yourself and what are some of the feelings you might expect, feeling jealous, feeling inadequate, feeling overwhelmed, feeling hopeless, feeling despair. Can you remind yourself that it's totally normal, right, your brain wants to do this, it feels important, and yet it's not very useful? So you won't always be able to stop it, but you can become alert and aware to when you are more likely to want to sort of engage in this compare and despair mindset that is so common. Another step you can do to sort of get out of the habit and to prevent this mindset is to try comparing yourself to yourself. So this is actually using comparison in a way. That you can reframe your comparison really between your current self and your past self in a way that may actually help you acknowledge some of your achievements, some of your strengths, some of your wins. Don't do it if this makes you feel inadequate, right? Again, the goal is to really stop comparing current you with anyone, Either yourself or others. But if comparing yourself to an earlier version of yourself helps you build the muscle of self-appreciation, self-regard, feeling proud of yourself, then I would use it as a stepping stool. Use it as a tool if it's useful for you. Another thing you can do is to remind yourself that when you are comparing yourself to others, it's using very limited data. For yourself, you know all of the drama or mind drama, maybe the insecurities, the attempts, right? All of the messy internal dialogue, the messy inner sort of information. And when you are comparing yourself to other people, it's often their highlight reel. It's often their finished product. It's often a carefully selected vignette of what they want to show the rest of the world, right? It's comparing your insides with someone else's shiny outside. So just reminding yourself of that can be very helpful. It's not even a true comparison. It's like false news. And when I remind myself of that, it helps me disbelieve a lot of the comparison and sort of short circuits some of that negative emotion and negative impact that it can have. And lastly, I would say notice if there are certain triggers, right, that really seem to bring it out. Maybe certain people you follow On Instagram or Facebook or whatever social media platform you're on, do you want to limit your exposure? Really carefully think about do you want to edit some of the information and messaging that you are allowing into your life? I'm actually going to do another podcast on editing your life. But really think about what is useful, what is helpful, what is adding to your life, and are there some sources that you currently have in your life that really seem to bring out this compare and despair mindset, that really seem to bring a lot of negative emotions Yes, you could work through it. I'm not saying you just delete everything in your life that can be challenging, but really think about what is adding to your life and do you wanna have to spend the time and energy to remind yourself, right, how amazing you are versus would you rather just not follow certain people or pages, right, on social media? That is what I have for you today. I thought I would end actually with one last quote I found that I really like on this subject. And this is from an unknown source. And it says, don't compare yourself to others. There's no comparison between the sun and the moon. They shine when it's their time. I really love that. I love the sun and I love the moon. They're very different, right? There's no comparison really. They shine when it's their time. So maybe think of yourself as the sun or the moon and whoever you are comparing yourself to is the opposite. Remind yourself, no need to compare. You're going to shine when it's your time. Love talking with you. As always, feel free to send me an email if you need support, if you have questions, or if there's something you'd like me to talk about on this podcast. I answer all my own emails at sarah, S A S-A-R-A, R A, at saradill, S A R A D I L L dot com. Have a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. If you are a busy practicing physician ready to start feeling less stressed, enjoy work more, and learn how to create a more balanced and sustainable medical practice and life, sign up for a consult call with me at saradill.com. That's S-A-R-A-D-I-L-L.com. It would be my privilege and pleasure to work with you.